Alrighty, guys. So, um, just to give you guys a little bit of a life update, um, uh, by the day that I'm recording this, I actually started my first day of spring semester, which has been interesting so far. Um, granted, I only have four classes this semester, so hopefully it should be a little bit easier to handle in terms of just workload and stuff. Um, usually the first week of school is always, like, chaotic. Or, well, the first few weeks are usually pretty chaotic because you're getting everything together and all that stuff. Um, I did go see my dance studio's winter ballet that they had in January. Um, they did Cinderella, which was very, very good. Everyone did an incredible job. Once again, the music... Ballet music, it just it does some things to me. It makes me want to just get up and start dancing. But I can't due to my limited motion. Um, speaking of limited motion, uh, recovery is still going good from my surgery. Um, walking a lot better. Hopefully can be weaned off to one crutch this week. Um, these crutches are starting to become the bane of my existence. I freaking hate them. Um, to everyone who has had crutches out there, you probably understand my pain and... I don't wish crutches on anybody because they are the literal worst. Um, as far as weather-related stuff goes, we did get to some snow. And, well, who am I kidding? Not just some snow. We got a lot of snow. Um, I think seven inches is the last time we measured. Um, which, considering where we live, that is very rare to come by. I think the last time I remember getting a good snow like this was probably when I was in elementary school, maybe even a little bit younger. Um, but basically it's been a while since, since I've seen a big snow like this and I have enjoyed every single second of looking at it. It has been gorgeous. Um, but yeah, it just really stinks that I can't go outside and just revel in it, you know, because I am... Just a little crippled, but it's fine. It's fine. Just great. Um, but yeah, it has been pretty. Um, and I think that is all that I have for my catch up. Not a lot has went on this week in terms of just busy, busy stuff. Um, but yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Family Fiction with just tally this week. Um, that's right, I'm getting my solo episode again. Um, if you follow our socials, um, we did not have an episode last week due to some sickness in Carmen's family, and I could not get an episode idea together to do by myself that quickly, so it happened very fast. So, um, we just decided to just have the week off, let her rest and recuperate. Um, I talked to her this morning, the day that I'm recording this, and she is a lot better. However, she is a little hesitant to record because if she talks too much, she's afraid she'll get into a coughing fit and never stop, which I totally understand because coughing fits are the literal worst. So we just decided just let me have a solo episode this week. That way we can get something out there. Um... As far as what I'm going to be talking about today, I'm going to be talking about something that I have a very good passion for, and that is manga. If you've been listening to us for a long time, you will know that I am an avid manga reader. Um, I have a collection that is very big, in terms of my opinion. I am almost, I'm almost out of room, genuinely. Like, I have a couple 
more, I have like a, just a little bit of room on one shelf left, and then I have a whole other entire bottom shelf that I can fill in, but um, if you also collect manga, you will know that that space quickly goes away after time. And, well, te technically, I could add more space. Um, I have a, Sometimes I like to stack manga to fill space. Um, that way, there's just not stuff leaning everywhere. Like, for example, my Haikyuu manga is all stacked up and around because it's 45 volumes and I managed to fit it on one shelf. That's right, pat me on the back. Um, I've got some of my Snow White with the red hair manga stacked. I've got all my Moriarty the Patriot stacked. I've got some of Tokyo Ghoul stacked stacked. Good grief. Uh, Cummy Can't Communicate, half of it's stacked. So, yeah, you quickly learn that the more manga you buy, the less room you have. So, I'm definitely gonna have to figure out another method at some point. Which is always kind of fun. I like reorganizing my manga. It's pleasing, if I can say the least. It's, at least it's more pleasing than reorganizing my actual bookshelves. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to be doing a manga-themed episode today. More specifically, I'm going to be doing a manga review. So there's not been one on this podcast before, and I thought I would start out with one that's quite easy and one manga that I consider to be a great first manga to read. If you are ever going to get into manga, I highly recommend this one. And that is Spy Family by Tatsuya Endo. Um, I think it is a great first manga to read, and I certainly enjoy it. Um, it's definitely right up my alley. Um, and I'm just going to be talking about it today. I'm going to give you guys a synopsis on what Spy Family is about and kind of just go over some like character stuff with some of the main characters that we see and follow around. So, to give you guys a little bit of some background information on Spy Family, um, we follow the story of a spy named Twilight. We don't know his real name, um, and he is considered the best spy in the country, so he is the real deal. And he gets assigned this mission to infiltrate an elite private school. Um, for reasons that I'm not going to be talking about um, in case of spoilers. So, but the catch to this mission is he needs to get a family. He needs to have a wife and he needs to have a child. So obviously, this makes it very difficult. So he goes around and he goes to this orphanage where he finds a little girl by the name of Anya and he adopts her. But what he doesn't realize is that this child is not a normal child. No, no, no. In fact, this child is a telepath. And he does not know this. But she figures out that this guy is a spy. So obviously she is very, very confused and very, very, like, shocked and mortified. Like, a spy just adopted me? Okay. And then, later on down the road, he runs into this woman who is also in need of a cover story. So the two decide to get a fake, or propose an idea to pretend to be married. And this woman is the name of your, this woman's name is your Briar. And what he doesn't realize, Twilight doesn't realize, is that this woman is no ordinary woman. 
In fact, she is an assassin, and a pretty deadly one, might I add. And so basically, this spy, this telepath, and this assassin, who don't know anything about each other, um, basically have to cr create this fake family and make it work, while also Twilight needs to complete his mission to infiltrate this private school, while also making this fake family work. So it is a very, 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 very funny premise, and it's, it's, ugh, it's so good. Um... Now that I've given you guys a little bit of some background information, I'm going to dive a little bit into the characters themselves. So we are going to start off with our main leading man, Master Twilight, or should I call him Lloyd Forger. So Lloyd Forger is actually an alias that Twilight comes up with. This is not his real name. We actually don't know what his real name is, and makes it all the more fun. Hopefully we will get to figure it out at some point. Um, as far as his personality goes, um, obviously he is considered the best spy in the country, so he is naturally going to be very clever, he's going to be very strategic and methodical, and very calculative. Um, this um, often is portrayed through his calm demeanor, and which can also be shown off as a little bit cold because he doesn't really like to let a lot of people in and get close to him due to his job, number one, and number two, his past, which I'm not going to get into because, in case, spoilers, in case you want to read it for yourself, if you want to know his past, definitely go read. Um, he takes every single situation serious, seriously, and this often contradicts when his fake wife and fake daughter often get into some situations that are, um, want to make him pull his hair out. Um, he is, one thing that makes him really interesting is that he makes a lot of effort into, um, understand the people around him, whether it is his targets or his fake family, as, like I said, those two get into some very stressful situations. Um, he is very determined, and that often shows throughout his missions. Um, for example, his determination to get this mission complete for um, infiltrating this school. Like, Anya doesn't really have the qualifications to get into this school, so Lloyd is trying every single possible thing he can to get her in this school. He tries helping teaching her, and, um, well, I don't know if that exactly works out for him. Um, and he definitely has this strong sense of responsibility. After all, the world pretty much rides on his shoulders as there is talk of potential war, and he doesn't want that to happen for certain reasons. Um, but yeah, um, he is a very, very kind of mysterious main character. We don't really, he's very kind of basic, if I want to try and say that. Um, basically, he doesn't let a lot of his emotions through. He definitely keeps his cards close to his chest. Um, I think the only time he really kind of sort of shows any emotion is when they're doing an interview for the school 
and Anya's mother, his her biological mother, is brought up. And I remember this very clear when I read this. Um, that's obviously a very sensitive topic for Anya, and Lloyd kind of gets a little peeved and kind of protective. He also tries to punch the interviewer, which <laughs> was very funny, but I'm like, okay, you can chill. Um, there, there's no, there's no need for violence. Um, but yeah, I think the more he kind of just hangs around Yor and Anya, I think the more he'll kind of start to open himself up a little bit. You never know. Alright, so moving on to the next character that I want to talk about is Yor Forger, also um, known as Yor Briar before her and Lloyd create this fake marriage. Um, she is an assassin, also known as the Thorn Princess. She is um, a quite capable assassin, if I do say so myself. Um, because of the, her job as an assassin, she definitely can be seen as very robotic, and she basically kind of moves through the motions, um, which weirds out her co-workers. Um, she can also be seen as somewhat of an introvert, as she doesn't exactly have the greatest social skills, um, which is often said by her co-workers. Um, they often call her straightforward, and like I said, they call her robotic. Um, she is also um, very composed, especially when she's in her assassin mode. She's very composed. However, when she is not being a deadly assassin, she is also seen as very polite, and she is very kind. And she has some strong maternal and big sister instincts. She is very protective of Anya. Um, after all, who wouldn't? Ad Anya is pure and deserves to be protected at all costs. Um, another fun little fact about her is that she can very easily get drunk. So, <laughs> don't give her any alcohol. Um, also, that's kind of weird because if she's an alcoholic, what if she accidentally let out the secret? Like, hey, I'm an assassin. That wouldn't work well for her. So, yeah, it's best to not let her drink as much. But yeah, she is a very kind person. And you can often see her become more open after meeting Lloyd and Anya. It's almost kind of like whenever Anya's around, she kind of lets her walls down. Because, you know, she's a kid and... What could go wrong? She's just a normal kid, right? 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 Yeah. She's not so normal. Um, speaking of the little ball of light herself, Anya Forger, also known as the best character in Spy Family, if I do say so myself. My goodness, this child is hilarious. Um, she is also known as Test Subject 7, as she, when she was young, she was experimented on and given these telepathic abilities by an unknown organization. Um, she can obviously read people's thoughts, hence that is how she finds out that Lloyd and Yor are not who they say they are. And it also, it makes it very funny. because It also makes the family dynamic work because Anya knows everything because she can read their thoughts and the two lovebirds don't know it. Anya is omniscient. She knows all, she sees all. 
That's why I love her. Um, being as though Anya is a kid, she is very impressionable, hence why when she first meets Lloyd and finds out that he is a spy, she kind of wants to become like him in a way. You know, kids mimic people. Kids mimic people. So why wouldn't she want to mimic a spy? Um, she loves anything to do with spies. She loves spy television. It just, it kind of makes me wonder, like, with how obsessed she is with spy stuff, Lloyd is not suspicious, like, at all, being like, why is this kid so obsessed with spies? I'm a spy. Wait a minute. Like, you know, it's just, <laughs> sometimes things just fly over their heads. Um, but even though she can be seen as impressionable, very easily distracted, as when they're trying to teach her something and the TV turns on, she automatically goes to the TV like every other normal person. For me, for example, if I'm trying to do schoolwork and I get the thought of going on TikTok, where do you think I'm going to go? I'm going to go to TikTok. So, relatable. Um, and despite all these other attributes of a young child, she's also very clever. Um, she is smarter than she appears to be. She, um, After all, why wouldn't she be in this elite private school? Um... She's also got a rivalry streak in her. She's got a little of a mischievous streak. She has this ongoing rivalry with Damien Desmond. I think that's his name. Damien Desmond? Yes. Um, who is the son of this elite family who I think runs the school, if I can remember straight. Um, she has this kind of ongoing rivalry going on, but people have kind of sort of took in this, like, idea and, like, kind of turned it into a ship, almost. I don't know why they're turning shipping children, but with what I've seen so far, they've done, like, a time jump where they're a lot older, and they've kind of turned it into, like, an enemies-to-lovers thing, which I am so here for. If we do a time jump and Anya and Damien are older, I would be more than happy to see an enemies-to-lovers ship start forming. Because, well, not exactly enemies-to-lovers, kind of like a rivals to lovers. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I think it'd be really interesting to kind of sort of see that. I think it would be really interesting. Um, however, even though she is seen as this bright, happy child, she does have the flaws of, like, she just, she desires a loving family. Like, after all, she, um, her mom died and it is seen as a sensitive subject for her and definitely feels like she has some abandonment issues after all why wouldn't an orphan she is an orphan after all so it would make sense for her to have some sort of abandonment issues and um i think that's kind of why she clings to lloyd and yor as much as she does is because she doesn't want them to replace her and abandon her and all this stuff um and this also can kind of sort of come into play when this also kind of sort of helps her when the dog comes into picture. There is a dog that they eventually get later on that was in, like, a military sort of experimentation thing. It can see the future. I'm not going to get into much into that, except it's a dog that can see the future. That's weird, I know, but this manga is already weird enough when you have telepathic children. Um, but yeah, I think Anya is... Anya also kind of serves as, like, our eyes in this story. Um, a lot of the 
a lot of times her thoughts um help push the story along um but yeah I think Anya is probably one of the best characters in this manga she left quite an impression on me from the very first moment that I met her excuse me my cat just sneezed um and yeah I think she's a very cute character she's a ball of sunshine I want to take her in my pocket and just leave her there and just protect her at all costs um Moving on to this last final character that I have a love awkward relation I have a kind of an awkward relationship with him um and that is Yuri Breyer um he's kind of like an antagonist specifically more towards Lloyd than anything um he is the younger brother to Yor um he works for the state security service, which, by the way, Yor does not know about. Um, and I just... He's fine, but I also kind of have some, like, times where I'm like, okay, then you're being really weird. Um, and I'll get into why I think he's weird in a minute. Um, he definitely has two sides to this man there are two sides to this man to the outside to the public he is seen as um very gentle very soft-spoken um prevent blah, blah, presents himself as very cheerful and amusing to the others um very charming with the ladies due to his face he is seen as attractive to the women but like i said there is more than meets the eye to this man. And that is when he is working for the state security service, he is often very cruel and ruthless. Um, there is a moment where he tortures this man and I'm like, okay, sir, you need to calm down. There's no need for this much violence. I get it if you want information. That's fine. But um, you don't need to go to the extreme. Um, he is very patriotic. Um, he wants to do everything he can t for this country that his sister lives in. And his, what, and that also includes managing to capture Twilight, his arch nemesis. He has dedicated his whole life to capturing this once elite spy. And he will stop at nothing to do it. He will do whatever it takes. And... Getting into the part where he is seen as very weird and very awkward um, with this. This is the part where I have start to have a love-hate relationship with this man. Um, and that is, he has a sister complex. And if you've been in the anime community for a while, or manga community for a while, you probably know what that is. But if you haven't, then I will explain it to you. So a sister complex is basically Yuri loves his sister to and is very attached to his sister to a very unhealthy degree like he sees her as not only his bigger sister he sees her as a mother figure and that is due because their mother died when he was very very young and your did a lot to take care of him and this is what led to the sister complex, which is not my favorite because it can come across as very weird. And trust me, 
It is very weird. Um, like, when I mean it's bad, he will literally stop at nothing to gain his sister's affection and praise and is very protective of her to an unhealthy degree. Like, there is a moment when Yori wants to meet Lloyd and he is very suspicious of Lloyd and kind of has a distrust for him um, because he is not sure what Lloyd what Lloyd's intentions are for his sister. And so, naturally, this turns it up to 11. And what makes it even worse is that Yuri has no idea that Lloyd is Twilight and it just makes it so much worse. And it's this one big cat and mouse chase. Um, and like I said, he owes a lot to his sister and I guess that's why he wants nothing more for her praise and to ensure that he's protecting her as much as possible. Because like I said, when they were young, his mother died Yor did pretty much everything, and Yuri kind of sort of felt bad for not being able to help as much as he could. And now that he's older, he is finally like, if I capture Twilight, then I can protect my sister and stop a war, basically. Um, yeah, that is his- he has a sister complex, and it's very unhealthy, and it can be seen as a red flag to some people. Um, a lot of people say- a lot of people have gotten it confused, where, like, he, like, has feelings for his sister, and again, I disagree. He does not have feelings for his sister, he just has a sister complex. And worships the ground she walks on. I mean- Go you, I guess. I don't- I don't know. I- I have a- weird relationship with this character is I'm like because I'm there's sometimes where like I'm reading stuff some of the stuff he says I'm like you're giving me the ick you need to just psh, you need to hush um but yeah those are some of the main characters that tend to pop up and around um other than um Nightfall who is a co-worker of Lloyd's who also has a pretty big crush on Lloyd which I'm not gonna get into her. There's also Damien Desmond who pops up here and there because he is a rival to Anya. Potential love interest if they do a time jump. I'm not gonna get into that. I'm not gonna fall down that rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, those are pretty much all of the main-ish characters that we see. Um, as far as my thoughts go for the manga, I actually picked up this manga because people have talked about it. They said it was very, very good. They thought it was a great first manga. And at this point, I had already been well into manga. And I thought the premise sounded really cool. Why not pick it up? And I loved it. I loved it. It was so good. Um, I'm not fully caught up yet. I need to get caught up. Um, where I'm at, I'm on volume six fixing to move on to volume seven um listen college has killed my manga streak i have not been able to blow through as much as i have um but yeah that is my thoughts like it's it's really easy to follow and it's got great lovable characters like i said anya deserves the world if i could give her planet earth I would do it in a heartbeat. I freaking love this little girl. She's so sweet. She's one of those characters. She's like Grover 
in Percy Jackson where you just want to like just take them wrap them in a blanket and just like shove them in a closet and keep them there forever um from harm's way that's what she is to me um all right for my little final things before I wrap things up um I'm going to tell you guys a little bit on why I think this is a great first manga. If you are looking to get into manga and you don't know where to start, um, normally I you don't have to listen to manga recommendations. Pick up whatever you think is going to intrigue you. Like, for example, I picked up Attack on Titan as my first manga. Probably not a good idea. It still wasn't a good idea, but I did it anyways. Um, but yeah, I'm. I think this is a great first manga if you want to get into it um for a couple of different reasons number one it's a really simple story like it's not convoluted it's like you heard my synopsis um it's a pretty simple premise pretty intriguing story enough to keep the reader engaged that's definitely a good thing if it keeps you engaged here's my rule of thumb when it comes to manga, if the first chapter intrigues you and you want to keep reading it, keep going. Like, I, I'll give you an example. Attack on Titan was my first manga, like I said. I got caught up to, like, chapter 134 or 135 was fixing to come out. And I got caught up with Attack on Titan in a week. A week. That was a hundred plus chapters that I read in the span of a week or a week and a half. It's unhealthy. Anyways. Um, but yeah, it's a really simple story. Um, well, it's a really great story. I'll just say that. Um, very easy to follow. You're not really gonna get confused while you're reading it. Um, it's got great characters. All of the main characters are lovable. Um... They're funny. There are definitely some funny moments throughout. Um, they're all just very fun. Anya's just funny in general. Like, some of the facial expressions she makes are such meme material that I've seen quite a bit of funny memes. They're also very intriguing. Like, for example, Lloyd. Very intriguing character. Very mysterious character. My gosh. Um, there is also some action. That way, you're not going to get bored. You are not going to get bored with the story. There is a lot of action um, in terms of the spy and assassin part. Hello, it's a spy and assassin fake family scenario. Of course there's going to be action. You kidding? Um, and like I said, there are lots of funny moments throughout this. Um, but yeah, I definitely think if you want to get into the manga world... Definitely give Spy Family a try. I promise you will not regret it. It's very good. It's definitely in my top 10 of mangas that I enjoy. Getting a drink. Alright. So, I believe that is all I have. So, pretty short episode. Um, solo episodes are usually kind of short because me and Carmen have talked about this. It's kind of hard to bounce back and off people oh um they just had a really quick thought um if you want proof of why this is a great first manga so carmen the co the lovely co-host herself if you're listening to this um 
she actually read Spy Family as her first manga, and um, she can comment on this later once we're finally able to record together. Um, she enjoyed it, so there's your there's your proof for you. Anyways, alright, for real this time. I believe that is all I have for you. Um, like I said, kind of short episode. Um, not really a lot to talk about spy, spy family-wise. Um, definitely let us know if you want me to do more manga-themed content. Um, some more manga reviews. Um, I've got one manga series that I definitely want to talk about on the podcast at some point. Um, Hell's Paradise. Um, I will probably need to reread it before... I talk about it. Um, it was very, very good. If you want a good, um, sort of dark fantasy kind of manga, um, Hell's Paradise is definitely up your alley. I enjoyed Hell's Paradise. I thought it was really great. Um, but anyways, this is not talking about Hell's Paradise. We're talking about Spy Family. Anyways, if you want more manga-themed content or manga reviews, um, definitely let us know and I will figure something out. Um, I think it's really fun to talk about manga because I don't get to talk about it with a lot of people. Um, but yeah, that's all I've got. So, um, like always, be sure to, um, follow all of our socials. They will be linked below. Um, be sure to like this and rate it five stars. Um, it would really, really help us out. Um, yeah, I think that, um, I don't know what we're doing next week. Um, our schedule's definitely gotten jumbled due to all this sickness, um, but yeah, that's all I've got. So, um, with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to me ramble on about Spy Family and I will see you guys hopefully with Carmen next week. I'll see you guys later. Bye.